Hey, it's your host, Mark Santiago. I'm excited to introduce you to the next level of this podcast, Empowered AF 2.0. 2.0. In this next stage of Empowered AF, we're going to dive deeper into what it means to be an empowered man in his most advanced form. I'm talking healthy communication, healthy lifestyle, both physically and emotionally, and evolving into the man you've always wanted to be. So stick around and join me in this episode of Empowered AF 2.0. All right, what's up, guys? Uh, I got a, I got an episode here that I think you're gonna like. Um, it might actually be shorter than normal, um, but it's something that I hear all the time when I'm talking to guys, and a lot of times guys don't really understand um, what happens with Empowered Man, like what what happens when you come into our program, um, what our program is as a therapy, as a coaching, etc. So I wanted to talk through the different types of modalities that are out there. When I say modalities, meaning like the way most guys uh, get their shit together, how they fix it, whatever. Um, and usually a lot of times it starts with marriage counseling or some sort of therapy. So I'm going to talk about this and I'm not going to talk shit about them because I believe the therapy and counseling and marriage counseling specifically has their place. And I'm going to walk through kind of each of those and talk about sort of why they work, you know, who they're for, when they're for those types of things. And, and then ultimately talk about what we do and, and kind of how we're different, um, from each of those modalities. So, the very first thing that most people do, men especially, when they've been um, hit with divorce potentially or going through what they're going through, they kind of come to this place and they're like, you know what, I need help. So they might go to like a free uh, session like with their pastor or something like that, right? So I bet if you're, if you're watching this, you're probably like, yeah, that was me. I went to my pastor and I told him about what was going on and he gave me some good pointers, gave me some good tips, but it wasn't necessarily what kind of need right so they go to the counselor they go to the pastor excuse me and or or like a friend or you know a mentor or somebody they know and that person really lets them talk and so you go to this person and you basically talk and you vent and you share what's going on inside of you and meaning like this is usually where guys start hitting the she button right they start telling the story and because of that story they basically don't know you know, where to go. They don't know what to do. So they start telling them a story about why their wife is leaving them in the first place. So if this is you, you think about it and go, gosh, that was me, right? Um, as soon as it happened, I reached out to somebody I trusted, somebody I knew, a pastor, a friend, a mentor, a coach, maybe that you, you know, worked with before in the past. Most guys don't have coaches. If they do, it's like a football coach, right? And so with that, we go, okay, so I've done this and I don't really feel any better. Maybe you talk to the person, you got some ideas on the table. He tells you, oh, you should do this, you should do that. You got some advice. That's kind of where it starts. You get advice, free advice. Then maybe you go home and you start reading blogs. Maybe you go on YouTube and you start researching what to do when my wife's cheating on me or all these different things, right? So then the next thing most guys will do is they'll say, hey, I want to go to therapy or counseling with my wife. And so the wife will be like, eh, I don't really want to do that. Or she'll be like, sure, fine, we'll go to counseling. But deep down, she's not really into it. And so you go to counseling for weeks, maybe months, and you can tell it's not really doing anything. That's because marriage counseling usually is about focusing on rehashing the shit that's happened every single week. So when I was in marriage counseling, what happens? is we would show up and she'd be like, okay, so tell me about an argument you guys had this week. Because the whole goal was to work on our communication to become better communicators. Well, I can tell you right now that when you just constantly are talking about problems, you're gonna to continue to talk about problems and you're not gonna ever get to a solution. Now, with that being said, 
we're talking about two toxic people. My ex-wife and I were toxic at the time with each other. I was toxic. She was toxic. Okay. I was not better than her. She was not better than me. It is just what it is. And when you have people that are toxic who haven't really done their own work, haven't worked on their shit, when, when that's who they are, right? And that's all they know. All they can do is come into one of these meetings and basically blame the other person. They basically just go, hey, you know, it's this person's fault. It's their, this is the reason why it is what it is. And so therefore, you know, help them see it, right? Like you go to a meeting and you're like, hey, can you convince my wife that she's wrong in this? That, uh, you know, I'm uh, not, you know, the one who's at fault here. It's it's her fault and, and, and all these things, right? Can you Can you do that? And the, you know, the first person's like, well, no, that's not what we're here for. We're here to talk about both of you. We're here to talk about how you can resolve these conflicts. And that's usually not going to work. So if you've been there, and this, this is why I have an ad that says marriage counseling not working, because for most of you, it doesn't work. Now, here's where it works. Marriage counseling works best when both people are owning their shit. When both people are owning their shit. What that means is, what that looks like is this. It's when both of you have decided, you know what? I'm going to do the fucking work it takes to become more empowered, to become the best version of myself. And I'm going to do that outside of my partner because I don't want to bring my partner into my trauma. What I want to do is bring the best of me into marriage counseling. And if you're not doing your work and she's not doing her work, you hit heads. It doesn't actually work. Now, I've seen many a therapist try, but... What I've also heard from many therapists is that, look, if both of them are just focused on themselves and they're not doing the work, it is almost impossible for us to get anywhere in marriage counseling and marriage therapy specifically. So what happens is the guy says, you know what? I'm going to go to individual therapy. Maybe my wife will go to individual therapy. I'll go to individual therapy and I'll work on that. The most people, when they enter into therapy, they go through what's called CBT or cognitive behavioral therapy, uh, or what we like to talk about is talk therapy. And that is where you show up and you sit with a counselor or a therapist, and their whole goal is to get you to open up about what you're feeling, what you're experiencing, and talk about all these things. Now, it has its place. CBT definitely has its place. And it has its place, especially when you're talking about things that involve trauma and healing and wounds and et cetera, and even maybe things around addictions and, and, and mental health or mental illness type issues, right? Because that type of therapy will open your, get you to communicate what you've been feeling, what you've been maybe holding on to, and not expressing, and getting you to express that thing. And it gives you a lot of aha moments. Um, I remember being, I've gone through a lot of CBT type therapy, and it gives you a lot of, wow, I never thought of it that way. Wow, different perspectives. Um, because that's the whole goal, is to get you to talk about it, and get you to see different perspectives, and reframes, and et cetera, et cetera but it's not always the most powerful and most impactful um, with what the job is. And so what, what happens in individual therapies, you essentially start focusing on feelings and coping mechanisms as opposed to true healing or like having the tools to completely overcome and eradicate the thing that has you there in the first place. So as a rehash with all this, what essentially happens is most men when faced with separation or divorce, the very first thing you're gonna do is you're gonna talk to your pastor, you're gonna talk to your brother, you're going to talk to a friend, a mentor, a guy that's been where you've been, a guy that you know has been divorced. You start thinking through, who do I know that's been divorced? Who do I know that I can talk to? And you go to them and you start confiding in them all the secrets. You start hitting the what we call the she button. 
You start hitting that she button and start talking about, well, she did this and she did that and she did this and she did that. And so you begin to create a story about what your wife has done. Then you convince your wife to go to marriage counseling. And she's like, fine. Begrudgingly, she goes to marriage counseling. And she's like, oh, fine. Now you want to do marriage counseling? I've been trying to tell you to get to marriage counseling for years. Now you finally want to do it? Fuck you. And what that does is it creates her going out of animosity out of, as opposed to going from a place of healing and going from a place of, I want to do this because I want to work on our marriage together. Most of the time when men want to go to marriage counseling, it's already over. The marriage has been over. Like, like it's not even on the rocks. It's like past the rocks. It's, it's like heading into the deep ground because this thing is being buried as we speak. I digress. The fact is, is you go into therapy with your wife and you're hoping to get something out of it. But what happens is you end up rehashing the same shit over and over and over again. I remember sitting through hours and hours of therapy with my therapist and my ex-wife, and we even did it with our pastor and such. And it was just frustrating as all get out because it was like, what are we doing? We're not accomplishing anything. We're not doing anything that we want to do that's going to move our marriage forward. Instead, we're constantly focusing on what problem we had last week with each other and why things aren't working the way we want them to work. As opposed to how do we just like move forward? And so what happens is you decide, hey, marriage counseling isn't working. So let's go focus on individual therapy. And as you go working on in, you know, your individual therapy, you get some aha moments. You, you start to see some things in yourself that you didn't see before. But realistically, are you moving forward or are you just kind of like spinning your wheels a little bit? This is what most guys come to me and say. They're like, you know, I've been to therapy for three years. I've been to therapy for a year. I've been, I've been to marriage counseling. I've been to all these things. And like, none of it seems to be working. And I said, well, what do you mean by working? Like, well, it's not getting me anywhere. It feels like all I'm doing is talking about the past. I'm like, you know what? Because that's exactly what you do in therapy. You talk about the past. And so as all of this came up and as I went through my own journey and in and, and my own divorce and separation and, and all the stuff that, that I had to experience, I said, there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a way for men to not have to just rehash all the old shit and constantly talk about what problems they had each week, but to start moving forward in their life. And that was the genesis of the Thrive program. Thrive was designed so that men, just like you and I, didn't have to rehash everything, didn't have to stay stuck in everything, but could get tools that would empower us to move forward. Like literally, that's what we do. We empower men to move forward. Now, some of you go, oh, this is a divorce thing. No, no, no. We're not focused on divorce and we're not focused on saving the marriage. We are focused on the man. We are focused on helping men find their identity again, helping them get their confidence, their power, and their freedom back by being able to articulate and communicate what they need, by being able to set boundaries, by being able to take ownership over the things that they have done, the failures they brought to the marriage, and ultimately becoming the CEO of their life again. That's what we do in Thrive. So instead of Thrive being focused on all the, 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 the shit that, that their wife did and, and constantly hitting the she button, we say, hey, it's not about hitting the she button, it's about hitting the me button. It's not about hitting the she button, it's about hitting the me button. And that way we can start focusing on strategies you can implement to get your power back. So the very first thing you have to do in this process, we call it neutralizing the power that your wife has over you. Now, most of you go, well, gosh, yeah, right. That's, that's actually true. Like my wife does have all the power, right? I see so many times guys will go, man, um, I don't know what to do. I feel like I'm in limbo. I'm lost. I don't know what's going on. My wife hasn't filed for divorce. She says she doesn't want to be married to me. I'm like, well, all these things. And I said, but 
why are you in limbo? Well, because she, you know what? She doesn't control you, number one. She only has the power you give her. Now you go, oh, what are you trying to, I should go divorce? Not saying that at all. But what I'm saying is that you have a choice. You are not a victim. So many of you feel like you're a victim in this situation. You feel like you, you have no control because she's doing all of these things. And I'm here to tell you, sir, that you have power. You have control over your own domain. Now, government can say you got to pay this support. Government can say you can do certain things. And I get that. I totally understand that. But the power is in your perspective. The power is in how you see the world around you. The power is in what choices and decisions you do make over what areas you do control. This is the beauty of what we do, right? Because we can't control our wives coming back to us. We can't make her love us. We can't do any of those things. Even the genie in, uh, in, in Aladdin, Disney's Aladdin says, I can't make somebody fall in love with you. I can't do that either. But what I can do is give you tools that put you in the most powerful position possible to either receive her back or to move forward. How many of you would like tomorrow to wake up and not feel that same pain and anxiety you're feeling right now because you've made a choice to move forward in your life regardless of what your wife is doing? How many of you would like to wake up in the morning and feel strong about the, the, the path you were on? Because the path is now about your empowerment. And the path is about you finding your identity again. And the path is about your confidence again. And you walking in confidence that might even actually attract your wife back. Because let me tell you something, she is not attracted to your whiny, snivelly, clingy, bat, you know, bitch self. She is not attracted to that. She's attracted to the fun-loving man who wants to enjoy life, who takes life by the horns and says, you know what, I'm going to live an adventure. Hey, I'm doing this adventure. She's seeing, you don't tell her. You go, you live the adventure, and she chooses whether or not she wants to join you in that adventure. That's what a lot of these women are looking for. You guys go back and listen to a couple of weeks ago, I had my wife on this podcast, and we explicitly talked about how her husband could have saved the marriage had he made those decisions, had he done some of the things that she really wanted him to do. It wasn't about working out. It wasn't about getting in shape and looking better. It had nothing to do with any of those things. It was the small things that she was asking for. She wanted to feel heard and understood, and he could not do it. And because he could not do it, his marriage did not prevail, but it ended and it died. That is where the majority of you are heading right now because you are not heeding these words. You're trying to do this shit on your own. You're trying to go, oh, I, I listen to Mark's podcast. I can figure this out. I'm my own. I'm a smart guy, blah, blah, blah. Right, sure. I'm glad, uh, yeah. You know what? You can. You can definitely try. And you can definitely figure out some things. And you definitely can get some results. But why take years? Why take so long? Why waste your time spinning your wheels when you can have today what might take you five years to do on your own? Why wait for it? That's an opportunity cost. Some of you are investors and you know what an opportunity cost is. That if, if I invest my money in this thing versus investing my money in this thing, there is a cost to that. It's an opportunity cost. Whereas I can only put it in one place. And right now you are spinning your wheels, wasting your time, putting your investment of tears, putting your investment of time, putting your investment of finances into things that are not getting you a return. Why? Because you're being wasteful. Because you think, i got to do this on my own. I've got to prove to other men. I've got to prove to my family. I've got to prove to my wife that I can figure it out, that I can 
pull myself up and 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 make this thing work because I'm a real man. This is what real men do. Bullshit. That's not what real men do. In fact, real men are smart enough not to go hunting on their own, but to take other men with them. Real men, especially in packs and, and, and such, know that they can't fight the battle alone. They have to have other men around them to fight. The problem is you don't believe you're worthy of other men to be around you. You don't think, well, maybe because your dad or your brother or somebody didn't love you enough and didn't give you the masculinity that you needed, that now you feel ashamed around other men as if you have some small puny dick and you're nobody. And I'm here to tell you that is not truth. That is a lie from the pit of fucking hell. That you have something inside of you, that masculine inside of you that is wanting to be unbridled, that is wanting to re release that power, that confidence that's inside of you. But I'm telling you, when you surround yourself with other men, that thing will come out faster and more fierce, but also with a bridledness to it. Meaning that it's harnessed and so that it can be focused and energized in the right thing instead of on the wrong things. Instead of you being angry with that thing, you're able to harness it and use it to get an ROI on your tears. That's right, to get an ROI, return on investment of your tears. The next thing we do when we focus on these strategies is we help you take ownership so that you can release the pain that you're in. Guys, I'm telling you, it's, this is one of those keys, those silver bullets, those magic secrets, we're all looking for them, and I found it. And it was when, when I found when, even though, even though I had been wronged in my marriage, that when I figured out that if I own my shit and I own my piece of the failure of the marriage, the pain started to subside. The guilt started to go away because I, instead of being run by guilt of what I had done wrong and guilt of, of shame of not being a good enough husband, I decided to operate from a place of conviction. And that conviction that I am actually a, a potentially a good husband and that I might've made bad mistakes but I still have the desire and heart to be a good husband. And so I'm gonna be convicted of how I responded and how I acted and how I was toxic in my marriage. And that conviction drove me to change, to transformation, to say, it's not enough for me to read and learn the information. What is enough is for me to become the information, to transform into that image that I see of a man who communicates like a leader, who sets boundaries that demand respect, who owns his shit and leads his life like the CEO he knows he can be. And so we help you do that. And then the third and final thing, which I absolutely love, is becoming the CEO of your life. Like you have to take responsibility and you have to lead your life. You cannot escape you. You cannot escape you. You can escape a dead marriage. You can escape a dead woman. You can escape toxicity from other people, but you cannot escape you. And that says something. That means that you must make a decision of where you want to go and who you want to become and what kind of man you want to be and what you want to live and how you want to live with purpose and passion and values, et cetera, et cetera. Guys, that is how we help men in Thrive, not just therapize their shit and talk about all their problems, but no, we have a very strategic, focused way of you going from, this is where I'm at, in a lot of pain, not knowing what to do, have talked to everybody, have told my story, and have decided, you know what? I'm gonna lean into the pain, I'm gonna own my shit, I'm gonna hit the me button instead of the she button, and I'm gonna start moving forward because my kids need to see this. I need to do this for me. And that's where we meet men at. And when we meet them there, something powerful happens. Something powerful transforms in their lives that they did not even know was possible. And they start to recognize, I have lived a smaller story. 
and I'm going to live in a bigger story. And we call them out so we can call them up. Man, don't be afraid to be called out. We are only calling you out because we want to call you into your greatness. Our, our desire, our goal as coaches and empowered man is to find the gold in every man and bring that gold forward so that he might see that he is way better than he thought he was. And not that he's a good man versus bad man, but that he has something of value inside of him. And the world needs that value. Your kids need that value. You need that value. So if you're the man who you're sitting there listening to this, you're like, man, I've tried therapy, I've tried this, I've tried that, none of it's worked. I'm going to challenge you to get on the phone with one of my empowered men uh, advisors and to talk through what needs to change in your life, to talk through what you need to own for your own sake, to talk through where you're gonna be in 90 days if you make a decision to move forward and get the coaching and help you need. If you go to the website empoweredman.co slash book, B-O-O-K, you're gonna be able to fill out an application and our team will get in touch with you and, and have that call with you and help you decide where you need to be. Unpack the game plan for where you need to go. Yeah, we have programs that help a lot of guys. And a program may or may not be for you, I don't know. But we don't know until we get you on that phone and can help you address these issues and help hold you accountable to the things that you want to become. That's our passion here. We turn disempowered men into empowered men. Men who have lived a life of pain and being controlled and manipulated by other people to a life where they decide, I am now in charge of my life and I'm gonna set boundaries for me and I'm gonna communicate for me because my heart needs to be heard. That's what we do at Empowered Man. So I'm challenging you to book a call, empoweredman.co slash book, and I'll see you on the other side. Hey, thanks again for joining us on this episode of Empowered AF 2.0. If you're new here, thanks for checking out this episode. And I encourage you to take a visit back to the first episodes in this podcast. Look, we have over 50 episodes on the foundations of how to be an empowered man. I'm talking about in your relationship with your wife, your kids, your work, your boss, whoever and whomever. And I highly suggest you take some time to listen and gain some insight and knowledge from those episodes. And hey, if you want to connect with me deeper, be sure to check out the Empowered Man group. That's empoweredman.co slash group empoweredman.co slash group for latest information and to join our group of other men who are wanting to be empowered just like you. Until then, this is Mark signing off, Empowered AF 2.0.